Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back <laughs> to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's gaming news. And of course, you know, we bring it to you. Um, I'm your host, Denzel, aka Black Ice. There's really only one story to talk about today. Uh, we finally got a Splinter Cell announcement, ladies and gentlemen. So oh, yeah. that's it. That that's that's the <laughs> news for the week. Um, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Uh stay gooping. <laughs> No, y'all. Uh, I'm, yeah. y- y'all already know I'm hyped. I got myself a Splinter Cell. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but of course, you know, like I said, it's the Expansion Pad Podcast. I'm joined with my amazing co-host here, starting off with Goopmaster Flex. You already know, stay gooping. Of course, of course. Then we got my boy down low, May 25th. How you doing? Pause. I'm good. Pause. You know, you like, you know, like, you know. Is that down low? Down, you know. Is like that standard? not worthy of a pause? Well, I mean, you go up high, down low, too slow. Even the whole, I don't like none of that. No, <laughs> no, none of that. Oh, you hit him with the "How you doing?" All right. Um. Well, guys, <laughs> we just came off the heels of the Game Awards. A lot of really big announcements. Um, for for those of you who are watching and listening, um. You know, if you guys actually did happen to join us on the YouTube page when we were co-streaming the Game Awards, thank you guys for joining. Um, it was a ton of fun. Manny and I were getting into it, um, having a ton of fun watching all the announcements and stuff like that. Unfortunately, we were missing my guy May 25th, but he's here now. And uh, had to work, y'all. I had to work. Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but, you know, we're going to talk about games like we always do. So, mm-hmm. Mr. May 25th, now that you're here. Um, you know, we're gonna, gonna let you do your thing. Take it away, man. Your segment. It's weird, man. It's December, and we got a couple of days up north where we're still in the fifties. It's very weird. Um, but be that as it may, we got a nice break of this week. Damn it. Very simple. Very very simple. Let's give a shout out to somebody. Everybody on the panel, think of somebody in gaming from this year. Shout them out. They might have did something. It could be a dev team. Could be a singular person. Could be a character in a video game. I don't care. We taking it easy this week. Shout them out. This is your time to give somebody else some shot. All right? All right, bet. Well, hmm. you know the drill. What you got, <clears throat> Yeah. Okay, so for me, the, pe- the person who I would like to give some shine to Seriously. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Shout out my boy, Cross. Uh, you know, this brother, let me tell y'all something about Cross. Cross is a guy that I watch on YouTube, on the tube of you. You got to say And it gives me name. content. Yeah. All right, it's full name. Like, yeah, I got no respect. Astro Cross. Astro Cross Gaming. He makes Destiny videos, and God damn it, it's some of the most thorough, some of the most entertaining it's good stuff. Really good stuff. Watched him for a few years now. While we're in the spirit of giving. Astro, thank you so much for teaching your boy about some of these roles on these weapons. Seriously, bro. He's not even getting paid by Bungie. He's not. Alright, so. My boy, he don't know me, but I know you. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, Give my boy a shot, bro. Nice, right. man. 
Aztec Cross is uh, apparently Chris's content creator of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. He got snubbed at the Game Awards, you know? Yeah. He'd be the next year. He'd be the next year. We make sure. All right. All right. Uh, Manny, what you got, man? You shout mm. out. You know, I'm shouting out content creators. Um, could be content. You know, I'm going to go cheating. Uh, Tim the Tabman, shout out. You know, great guy. Entertaining always. You know, egghead. You got to love it. You know what I'm saying? But what I really want to shout out, though, it's Square Enix for putting out the bangers. You know what I'm saying? Can we talk about Guardians of the Galaxies? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to yeah, them for actually not outriders. Let's just let's just keep shit into perspective here. You know? Yeah. Square Enix. No, that's Ubisoft. Yeah. No, that's Square Enix. Nah, right? man, that's Square Enix. <laughs> you can look it up right now. Guys, uh, how you gonna check them? Betty, Writers Trump Republic? Betty. What? Not Writers Republic. He said Outriders. Oh, I don't know. Right, I heard, you heard writers. writers and you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my bad, guys. Back to the top of the story, you know, top of the morning. He was about to but, lose a bet. I'll say put some money on that before you go to that Google, bro. <laughs> but what is it called? Uh, but yeah, you know, shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy. Such a great game, you know. And I feel like they get the uh, respect they deserve, especially after flopping on our Avengers and coming back. They they flop really hard on Avengers yeah, and Outriders, them. Huh. but but I will say Guardians of the Galaxy is very very good. So I respect it. I respect it. Um, that's clearly Manny's game of the year, guys. Spoiler alert. <clears throat> For me, um, this is probably a, a cop out in a sense. It's a pretty easy one. I'm surprised none of you took this one because it's low hanging fruit. Um, I'm going to shout out my boy Phil Spencer for making an amazing year of gaming with Xbox. I knew that was coming. That's um, where I noticed. Yeah, it was. It was no, it's... <laughs> you know, killing it with Game Pass, um, you know, killing it with, 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 with the games themselves like Halo Infinite's absolute banger. Um, just delivering surprise after surprise, <clears throat> even at the Game Awards, you know, seeing Hellblade 2. Oh my god, absolutely the most amazing looking game I've ever seen to this date. Um yeah, Xbox has just had an absolutely amazing year and Phil Spencer is um you know lar- a large part of that. He's he's been driving the ship uh, ever since what 2016, 17. <coughs> um, and and I was watching the um the Xbox documentary uh, Power On, the story of Xbox and they like it, it's six episodes long for those of you who don't know about it it's on the xbox youtube page it is absolutely fascinating to kind of go through the whole history of how the xbox came to be um how it almost never was they don't pull any punches they go into the red ring of death situation they go into the tv 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 situation with the xbox one and how <clears throat> xbox was was pretty much dead in the water last generation and the the best part of the whole series was like at the end when they really kind of dive into Phil Spencer's role about you know how he he took the company or took the Xbox team away from the the TV TV ambitions and really drove it back to making Xbox what it's always been about which is about games and gamers and making the most powerful console that there is um so I really got to shout out Phil Spencer he's done an absolutely amazing job since he's taken over and this year in 2021 has been no different so Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. God damn it, I felt that. Thank you know, one you day, know. you know, Phil, we've been spamming your emails, yo. Come to our show. For real, man. 
Yo, you want to talk about? No, I... <laughs> uh, we should just email them just to see what happens. We should just do it one day. Seriously, we're small and we need this. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably get like an automatic reply, like "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> no. Or maybe he feel good and does and does it. You know, that'd be crazy. Or, we should or, just do it. I think we should like, do it. Who are you guys? Who? <laughs> With the XPP, you're gonna hit us with that copyright infringement. You using X on the Xbox podcast? You know, copy Xbox. No, it's up. It's all, it's all, uh, it's all uh, out of admiration, right? There's no power greater than X. That's what they say. Yeah, we could show them the first. Remember the first logos and stuff we had, and it was really very much inspired by Xbox and everything. Granted, yeah, it was trash, Mister Phil Spencer. Please don't take offense, but it was truly inspired. <laughs> <laughs> he's not talking about the xbox logo he's talking about our renderation no no remember remember when we first started and it was that green muted weird look yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right man we just figured it out look where we're at now you know everything mm-hmm. cleaner we're getting yeah. better as time goes yeah, on yeah you know? we getting cleaned yes yeah. sir come on phil come on phil i know you want to stay gooping you know what i'm saying we're uh Yo, we should put that in the email. We will put you on this lifestyle. I don't know if you heard about Goopin, but you should come on the pod and we'll tell you about it. Yo. Yeah. Hey, actually, you know what? Any any one of the people we, we've shouted out so far, um, Cross, if, you, if somehow you hear this, hit us up. We'd love to talk to you about some Destiny. Yo, we could we could X Manny out for an episode because, you know, he don't fuck up yeah. Destiny like that. Get him the fuck out of here for that That's one. Right. We don't need you, man. As long as you give him the Goopin ritual. Oh, okay, yeah. Hey, hey, you got big shoes to fill there, you know? So, I don't know if he's up for the task, but hey, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, any anybody from Square Enix, anybody from the, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy team, if y'all want to come on, you know, come find us. Let us know. Timmy. Yeah, Egghead. Tim, Tim Tapman. <laughs> let us know. Let us know. All right, y'all. But, uh, but let's get into the topics. You know, we have fun with the icebreaker. Um, but it's time to get into the, the bigger topics. I mean, it's, we really only have two major topics this week. It's Splinter Cell, guys. First one's Splinter Cell, and the second one's going to be a recap of the Game Awards. So, you know, let's get right into it. Today, as of this recording, finally, mm-hmm. the thing we've been talking about, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. We manifest things on this podcast, you know, and uh, lo and behold, again, we've manifested ourselves a new Splinter Cell game. So we're going to mm-hmm. take the credit for that. Definitely. Shout out to us, yo. Shout out to us, yo. Without us, we wouldn't have the great news we have today. Shout out to us. Jesus. So, uh, that stands for, you know, X marks the spot. So we man, be on the spot with it, you know? We don't miss like Hawkeye, right? <clears throat> they don't miss. Yeah, I think I'm a better hero than Hawkeye. That, that shot. That shot. Bruh. Ha- ha- Yo, don't disrespect Hawkeye. Have you been watching the Hawkeye series? No. What? <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld is. Oh my god, don't even do you say Seinfeld? <laughs> anyway, guys, so Splinter Cell. Um, again, like I said, Ubisoft is uh announced a brand new Splinter Cell or a Splinter Cell remake, I should say. Um, that just got greenlit. Actually, you know, what? I'm gonna read you guys the uh the press release that Ubisoft themselves put out today. So it reads, Ubisoft has greenlit the development of a Splinter Cell remake that will draw the rich, uh, sorry, draw from the rich <clears throat> canvas of the brand. Led by Ubisoft Toronto, the game will be rebuilt from the ground up using Ubisoft's own Snowdrop engine. 
the same engine being used to develop the new Avatar game, as well as Ubisoft's upcoming Star Wars game to deliver new generation... New generation. That's a weird term. New generation visuals and gameplay and the dynamic lighting and shadows the series is known for. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that, that just reads um, uh, ray tracing, I hope, because ray tracing is great for lighting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we don't really have a lot of information so far, you know, outside of this. They dropped a little like eight minute video just kind of talking about the series roots. I think the video is really just a like a almost like a sizzle not really sizzle real, but like a way to just get people hyped up for it. Cause they really don't have anything to show. Like they said, it just got green light. We're probably another two to three years away from this. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I'm really surprised this wasn't announced at the game awards. I would have to believe that maybe, I mean, there was a lot of stuff announced at the game awards, so maybe they yeah. couldn't, they couldn't get into that slot. Maybe some sort of deal that they had fell through, but it seems weird that a week later we get this announcement. And honestly, it's it's not. I guess it's not much of an announcement other than to just say that it, he's coming back. You know, we're getting Sam Fisher back, or you know, a, a remake of of the classic game. So <laughs> interesting to see it done this way. But with that being said, <clears throat> I already know I'm excited for this. So I want to get your guys' thoughts, Manny. What do you think about my boy Sam? Yeah, I mean, it's about damn time. We we've been. I feel like every week it's been like a ritual to be like Splinter or so. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm glad that like, you know, when the devs are talking about the game, they're you know, of course, talking about the original game, of course, and how like revolu- uh, revolutionary the original game was. Uh, the lighting was amazing for a game that was made like you know back in the days. I don't know exactly the year, but um, you know, even the smaller details of just like, you know, that fish tank thing where they showed. Uh, during the dev thing, uh, you know, shooting the fist tank and the water going down all the way to the, like the bullet hole, but not going past it, showing like the realism of what it was back then. And it's like the amount of attention to detail for what it was back then is like crazy. And I kind of hope it like it's kind of something that they bring back with the new Splinter Cell, because with the recent ones, it kind of felt like more of like an action adventure kind of game instead of like a tactical stealth game, what it usually or originally was. So I'm hoping to see that it does go back to its original roots maybe have it so like um you know you got to take out like a target but you have like 50 different ways of taking them out kind of thing and you can use different ways of going about like instead of um you know like a linear like action game like we've seen in the last couple of games Mm -hmm. um chris have you actually ever played Splinter Cell back in the day okay yeah Oh, yeah, I played a couple of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, man, you wildin' for what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, listen, man. Uh, Let me tell you something. To me, this is pure hype, because I'm really happy that it's a remake and not a remaster. Um, I know some people are disappointed with that. They're like, oh, we just want a sequel game. And I'm like, don't y'all dummies see that this means that the sequel game's on the way after this one's done? Like, when they do a remake of a game from, like, when's the first one come out? Like, actually, I'm assuming, because we don't even know which one they're going to remake, right? I think it was, like, 2001. Yeah, they're, they're remaking the the very first one. So, it, so uh, that, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. old, right? And if like, I remember correctly, um, it was one of the games that, one of the first games that Microsoft showed off on the original Xbox when they were debuting <laughs> it. 
So I want to mm. say it released in 2002, 2001. 2001 is when the original Xbox released. I know this because of that documentary. So make sure. That's <laughs> um, so that's but, two decades, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two decades. And so like the only thing that's going to feel the same is literally the, narr- yeah, the narrative in the story, the game. But the rest of the game is going to feel brand new. Absolutely. We're talking about two decades. Like this is a brand new game. I don't care if they mm-hmm. put a remake title on it. To me, this is a brand new game. Um, I think the reason why I got announced when it got announced is due to the fact that, and this is my guess, I think the game's been in development for a little bit now in terms of at least mulling over what they want to do. Mm. And I don't think they planned on announcing anything. Mm. I'm guessing that, you know, when the Game Awards come around, all of us are sitting there at the same time going, oh, hopefully we get a Splinter Cell announcement or something. We were always thinking that every time. I think that because they had decided that they were going to do the game anyways, maybe a couple months ago or whatever, and they, I know people got on Reddit and they're always going to complain about how we got nothing for Splinter Cell. Like, it's loud every year. I just think this was the year where they were like, all right, we're, nowhere, we're doing a remake, so you know what? All right, just tell them that it's coming <laughs> so that way we can start to build it from now. I, I that, That's the only way it makes sense to me because then I think it would have been on the Game Awards show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, that's a really I'm, good point uh, because, because if they just greenlit it, because that's the one thing I've, it seems like, at least with the Game Awards, that you need to plan to be there, like, mm-hmm. a ways out. So if you just greenlit this, probably all those spots were taken up, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, I can see absolutely. That. I can and see even that. if it wasn't the case, I mean, like, if it was just a recently greenlit thing, but they even, like, if they had an opportunity to take a spot, I feel like, since it is so early in the development phase, that, like, they probably had nothing to show anyways, and I feel like at the Game Awards, you have to show at least something, like, all these other games, so... Um, I could have whipped up, like, a 3D... Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, Fable did that. I mean, that's... Fable didn't show a shit. That's the... Well, <laughs> last year, that was, like, the majority of the trailers, like, the the Callisto project or experience or whatever, that was, like, completely CG. It just, it was only, like, a tonal, like, you can, mm. got the tone of what was happening. Same Even the role. Perfect Dark one was kind of yeah. not really yeah. gameplay. It was yeah. just a teaser, you know? So, I mean, unless it was really that new that this just got greenlit, like, literally, like, last month or something, I guess then maybe you don't have time to put together a CG trailer, but mm-hmm. no, it's interesting. But then the other thing is that Perfect Dark game, that Perfect Dark game has been in development for a while. So yeah, they definitely, ha- like, have assets. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find yeah. out. Yeah. We'll find out. But speaking Can I just of games, oh, oh go ahead, sorry, go ahead. sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I I really do hope that they make this with the Unreal. Oh no, no, sorry, they said they're using the yeah, Snowdrop the one. Never yeah. mind, never mind. But I, I mean, just realized you just said that. I don't know if you guys remember though when we did see that Avatar game, that was like a showstopper. People were like, "Holy shit, that looks beautiful." Now it doesn't look mm-hmm. like Hellblade or like uh, the Matrix beautiful necessarily. But that's a that's an engine that they've still been working on. So who knows? I mean, by the time it comes out, if they really get get everything you know layered right with the ray tracing and all that stuff, like because the light the lighting and they talk about it in the dev series and obviously in the, the little blurb that I read, but the lighting in particular has always been a very crucial part of the gameplay, and mm-hmm. it's what made it what's it's what made the game look so realistic as well. Um, you know, actually being in the shadows and knowing, okay, like I'm in the dark, people shouldn't be able to see me. It, you know, it, it helped immerse you in that world. So 
I, I think the graphics are going to be a very big part of it. Splinter Cell's graphics have always been yeah. a benchmark, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it's actually coming, boys. Oh, my God. Don't, don't even. Uh, you can't talk about it anymore. Because they, they're going to go dark. We're not going to see anything for a long time. It's probably not going to come on until, like, 2023 at earliest. Yeah. Dude, no, yeah, that's definitely, cool. Definitely. Mm-hmm. At least we're Whatever. getting it. I'm fucking hyped. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I just, I just want the game. That's all it is. I just want it here, <laughs> and uh, to know that it's coming at some point is very exciting. There's a couple other games that uh, kind of fall into that same mark that we learned about at the Game Awards. So you know, let's let's dive right into it here. Um, I I want to save the the conversation about the game of the year for last uh, because it's it's an interesting one, obviously based off of who won. Um, so let's start with the game announcements. Um, since since we were already talking about game announcements here, so we'll just go around the the table here. Um, what are your two favorite or, or biggest or most important uh, game announcements that were at the Game Awards last week? Chris, I'm gonna start with you. Um. So just to clarify, I can't necessarily say Hellblade because that's already been announced, right? This is more like an update than an announcement. No, no, can, no. Can I, can I say that? Literally anything that was revealed, even if it oh, was okay. an update, cool. anything, anything that was revealed. Okay, okay, okay. So if that's the case, then uh, the first game, uh, Hellblade, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> you know what's funny? So I watched the video because I, obviously I wasn't there to watch it with you guys and I watched it after. And I always read comments. That's my shit. I sit down, I watch the video, and I look in the comments and say, who's talking shit? And I'm looking, and the amount of people that are sitting there like, oh, the hell is this? So when was the graphics supposed to start? Why why are y'all getting so hype over a big-ass CGI trailer? What the hell? And then there's so many people that just come into their replies and just clown. I'm like, you can always tell who has not really played the game. I was, I was <laughs> just going to say that, bro. You can tell because, like, the the moment the trailer starts, or like sorry, the, the the gameplay starts, and like you see like the camera shift over to her shoulder and the way it moves, and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. I mean, y'all, y'all thought like y'all could y'all could go back and watch the footage, man. I'm sitting here like, yo, my jaw is dropped because I was like, this is definitely gameplay. I know how this game works. That's definitely gameplay. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. It's it's so jazzed about this. Yeah, man, it, it 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 was unbelievable. So here's another thought that hit me after I'm watching this trailer. I'm like, hmm, you know? And I wouldn't have thought this after I played the first one, and I still haven't beat the first one yet, by the way. I got to do that. But mm-hmm. this game, people always say Sony, uh, no, sorry, Xbox doesn't have one of those, like, narrative hitters. They always, this is one of them. This is, this is. If this game hits the way I'm thinking it's gonna, there's no way you're gonna tell me that this is not in the same breath as Horizon and God of War and all that stuff. There is absolutely no way you're gonna say no. I refuse to take that. Like I'm not even gonna entertain that kind of conversation because, bro, the amount of detail that we saw in this little stupid ass trailer that they gave us, and I take stupid in a good way. Bam. <laughs> Like the way the fire looked, the uh, the 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 NPCs especially too, right? Like you're looking at how everything's working and stuff, and the NPCs are moving so fluidly around you to the way it's almost like this hybrid version of a cutscene and and, and gameplay. And, oh, yeah. and 
I, mm -hmm. I didn't even touch on the craziest thing yet. Another thing about this game is like you don't fully know what's in the game until you're actually playing it. And this is one of the biggest games that can do that because so much of it is based on audio. And not just audio over your, your your speakers, your headset audio. You know what I mean? Like, this is a unique experience, right? I can't begin to imagine what the audio experience is like now, given what the visual experience is like now. Because the first game gave us a hell of a visual experience for what it was worth. And I was blown away with how the schizophrenic voices worked in your headset. I love that. Fam. You're telling me because we we didn't experience that. We didn't know how that worked really. We saw we heard the voices, but it's not the same until you actually feel it. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what they do with that, bro. Like, I don't, I don't... like when the original like, game I... dropped, we didn't even have like any of the like extra um, audio stuff. We don't have Dolby Atmos or any of that yeah. stuff. Like the the 3D audio from Sony, like none of that stuff existed back then. So now mm -hmm. to have the enhanced like. Dolby Atmos stuff, yeah, it's, it's gonna be crazy. That game is unique, man. It is, it is its own game, mm -hmm. and I love that. I love how there's not a lot of, not even a lot. There is no other game like it. Period. Period. And I, I love that Xbox gets to have that dub for a second because there was so much bullshit being said about them not having the narrative hitters. This is the first one that I'm saying. I'm not even gonna count the first one like that yet because that was like the pioneer for this one. But this Hellblade too. I don't hear nothing. I don't hear nothing. Mm -hmm. I hope it hits how it's supposed to hit. So, all right, that's the first one. <laughs> the second one is uh, the Ark Raiders game. Mm. The reason why is because um, y'all know I'll be playing the shit out of Destiny. This game to me looked like Destiny before Destiny. <laughs> I don't know if it has looter shooter functions or whatever in it. I didn't really say any of that, but. The gameplay, how it's a three-man co-op team, how everybody on the team has their own roles and abilities or functions. I don't know how you want to say it, but it, it looks a lot like Destiny, man. It looks a lot like boots on the ground Destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like not not uh you know blasting fire at somebody or whatever. It looked like they were right on the cusp of uh you know you play Destiny, man. You know how they always talking about the golden age. And how things were so beautiful and technology was so great, and then everything went to shit, and then the Destiny universe became what it is. Yeah. This looks like what happened before everything went to shit. And I'm like, yeah. And then the big mech wars that you're gonna be doing with your boys or whatever, and all that stuff, like, dog. <laughs> I feel like I was trying to get an understanding in the tr in the trailer, like you know, Manny was saying, like, oh, it looks like it's just a three man squad, but then like there was a couple cuts. And mm -hmm. that we both ended up talking about later while we were watching the trailer, it was like that's more than three people running around, right? Like, is it is it like a five man mm -hmm. squad? Or six I, yeah. Squad? Like, I I cannot wait to get more details about that game because it's it yeah, very man. interesting, and I don't fully know what it is yet, but I'm I'm intrigued. They caught me with that trailer for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, that's my number two, man. I'm 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 souped on both of these two games right now. Uh, just to say in general, though. This game awards blew last year's out of the water. This, I could have picked a couple other things to talk about too, if I but I, I was you know limited to just two. But this this was a good game awards, man. This was sure. a good game awards. Sure. It was. Uh, ben, what do you what do you think, man? What what's what two are you taking? Um, let's start off with the delicious last course. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, realistically, I mean, Come of ahead, course, man. I would say, um, um. 
Hellblade, but you know I can't just be stealing answers like that. Hellblade, oh, that, definitely it, a show a showstopper. I mean, the game looked amazing, realistic. Like, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, the whole trail I was like, all right, like, is it like, it just blew my mind because I was like, okay, this is this is just you know cinematic part, you know, they're gonna show the gameplay, right? <laughs> and then the cutscene, like the, the shit ends, and I'm like, wait. That was that was gameplay, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like the game definitely like blew my mind. Um, but uh, like I, if I had to pick two different ones though, um, you know, excited to see new gameplay trailer for the new Saints Row game. Sadly, you know, it being delayed all the way back to August 23rd, uh, definitely is a heartbreaker. But I'm glad they, you know, show a little bit of like gameplay of like stuff that you know basically going to go on around the world and a lot of mayhem and everything like that um it definitely looks like it's going to be a great time can't wait to play it i'm just upset that like you know they get pushed back for like another six months and i was like looking at the trailer i i know before the game got delayed but like i remember looking to a trailer and i'm like oh man i can't wait to play this in february it's gonna be great and then i saw the end where they showed the release and i'm just like dang (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean like definitely a great game but um i I forget what the other game was um i'm i'll I'll say texas chainsaw massacre for now but the texas chainsaw massacre definitely did like look like it has potential i just hope it doesn't end up being like another friday the 13th game where um you know, they, like, support it for a little bit, and the next thing you know, it's like, you know, that's it. They lost licensing, so you won't see anything from the game anymore. And it, that was kind of a bummer. We did have a lot of great times, especially, like, that one time we were playing. And, you know, Denzel was a snake because they all got a car and they all bounced. <laughs> and you can hear in the proximity chat them driving away. I'm like, yo, pick me up. And then you hear them, like, talking. I, I wish, I don't know if we had the clip or not, but, like, they were talking. And I was just like, oh, pick me up. I'm, I am determined to find that clip because it is the, <laughs> it is literally one of my, like, peak gaming moments. It was so fucking hilarious. If you guys Bro. don't know anything about like Friday the 13th and how it works, when you're in game chat, it's proximity-based chat. So you can't hear anybody until you're right near them. So I think it was... I know Isaiah was in the car. I don't remember who else was in the I car. I think it was Javon. Okay. So so the, the way the car... We happen to get a four-seater car. There's two cars that appear on the map. One of them is a two-seater. One of them is a four-seater. So... Isaiah, Javon, and I all worked together to get like the gas and the keys and the battery to put in the car so we could escape and get the hell away from uh, Jason. So, <laughs> oh, it is like class. It's such a good moment. So, like, we're, 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 like, we're out. We're booking it. All of a sudden, Manny is on the side of the road and he's like, guys, no. Like, and you could hear it, like, because it, it, it's like, it sounds louder. The closer you get, and then the further away you get, like it's it's just so fucking comical. <laughs> and then I think what happened? Did we like try to stop? And then Jason nah, came y'all out of did, nowhere? y'all did not try to stop. Y'all just kept on going. I, y'all said something to me. I forgot what y'all said. I, but I think like... I slowed down, but then he was there, and so we were like, "Nah, you're done." Like we we dipped, and then he like, yo, you just got to take this L. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "No, no, no, <laughs> bro." And then a couple moments later, as you can. Probably guess I was marked by Jason. <laughs> so, Damn. Now, you know, we appreciate oh, yeah, your yeah, sacrifice. Uh, we appreciate your sacrifice. So, so. Oh, Shorty had a statue for you in the city. 
There you go. Yeah. That's a hero. <laughs> we we you know we told right, stories hero. about yeah. your your sacrifice, right? You know. Yeah, I guess the living legend. You know. Yeah, man. He ran right up to Jason, smacked him in the face, and we just ran off crying. <laughs> oh, he was so <laughs> We didn't tell him anything about that scream you did. You know, we just, you know, we, we made you sound very... Uh... Well, here. You guys will hear. <laughs> oh, man, you got to find that clip and put it in, man, I, at this I, point. Really oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm really excited about the Texture Chainsaw Massacre game. I don't I don't understand, like, how it works. It's It, it doesn't seem like it is like a Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight, right? It seems mm-hmm. more story-based. I, I don't, like, kind of give me, like, vibes of just, like, because they show, in the, in the trailer, I believe they show, like, you know, what it looks like to be, like, oh, if they were, like, a counselor from Friday the 13th, like, running and hiding. But, I mean, we still got to wait for, like, more information on the game. For sure. It would be it would be nice, but if they do go more of, like, a story route of, like, a single-player game, then I could, you know, I wouldn't be mad as well. I like to try new things. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious, and I'm I'm also here for all the survival horror, which mm-hmm. leads into uh, my two picks. I don't understand how Chris didn't pick this, but I, I wanted to, but I could not talk. I didn't want completely. to. I did. I didn't. I didn't want to like take it either. I know which one you're gonna say. All right, I appreciate oh. y'all giving me the opportunity to talk about this because I'm very very excited about it. Alan Wake two, ladies and gentlemen. God damn part two. It's coming. Not mm-hmm. only coming, but pause it's uh it's not a psychological thriller anymore it's a survival horror game so it's remedy's first attempt at a survival horror game um i was watching an interview that he did with ryan mccaffrey at uh, ign where he kind of talks about the decision to make a survival horror game and um you know they're, they're very excited for it to be their first and they think that they said you know if we were to continue tell to tell alan wake's story what's the best uh, genre that would allow us to have the most narrative flexibility was the, basically the, the term that he used and he said that survival horror was the best one and I would have to agree um, as I'm such a huge fan of that genre a la Resident <laughs> Evil um, which was technically so, sort of a snub for game of the year but we'll save that for later <clears throat> sort of sort of I said um, but yeah no that man <laughs> For those of you who watched the co-stream or the live stream, um, I like I knew immediately that it was Alan Wake two too. Like, I think they they showed like the first two scenes, and then as soon as the actor started talking, I was like Alan Wake, and ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm so fucking excited, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they said um, Sam Lake, who was the head of Remedy, he said that they got the original voice actor, they got the original mocap actor as well. Um, and I don't know how much of those graphics from that trailer are indicative of what we should expect to see, but that little CG thing of Alan, he looked that he been through it. <laughs> very, he he looked like he definitely been through it, but like the fidelity yeah. on his face, like it looked very good. But my man yeah, got grew a whole ass beard. He is he has seen some shit. So uh, old man Alan, bro. <laughs> he he has seen a lot of shit, bro. If um, I mean the game's been out for a long time, so I guess it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> but the state that we left him in at the end of the first game, he was like he's his his mind was basically trapped in like the shadow dimension. So I don't know where they're going with this one. Um, I, I all I know is that in the trailer it just looked like there was a lot of different biomes, like a lot of different environments that you see. Um, if I remember correctly, there was like a snow thing. There was some some 
some green grass and whatnot. Like they definitely seem to be indicating that there's going to be a lot of different things that you go through in this new game. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. very excited for it. So that's my first one. The second one, again, another one I'm surprised Chris didn't mention, is the new Star Wars game, Star Wars Eclipse. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just blanked on the name of the developer. Quantum Dream. Yeah, Quantic Dream. Quantum Dream. Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the same people who made um, Beyond Two Souls. Uh, what was their most recent one? They made, they made heavy uh, Detroit Human. Detroit Become Human. That was a really yeah, good man. game. Um, so the idea that they are going to just go it's all in. Uh, like, basically, I feel like... So a lot of people love the Telltale games, right? Quantic Dream is like an adult version of those Telltale games, right? Like, they're, they're very narrative-focused, and there's a lot of dialogue involved and decision-making involved and whatnot. It's, it's a little less action-y, but it's just so well done. Like, everything mm-hmm. about yeah. it, it's like some of the most immersive gaming that I think you can really do with a with a controller. Like, there's a lot of tension involved in, in those games. Mm-hmm. Like you have to press a certain button at this time. Like, a lot of quick time events. And, yeah, I'm, I'm man, I, like, did we even... We didn't know this was coming, right? Like this, we know. Oh no, hell no! Yeah, we knew the start. <laughs> no, nah, it was unexpected. Right, like it was. It was definitely completely unexpected, and we knew that um, the Star Wars license obviously was no longer with EA, so anybody could make a game possibly. And we know that Quantic Dream uh, branched off from Sony, and like the idea of making exclusive games to do more multi-platform stuff. So, like, this seemed like such a freaking amazing marriage, man. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I feel like one episode when we talked about, like, the Star Wars games, I feel like one of y'all mentioned y'all wanted it to be, like, a Quantic Dream type of game, but, like... I think if, if, if anyone said it... I feel, it I feel, I feel like crazy. I feel like one yeah. of us did mention it. So, like, you know, yeah, I, I, if only if only we can, like, Google search that and put a mark. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> this is even coming, bro. I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm, I remember like, is that the Ubisoft game? Like, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was we were both saying that. I was like, is this the Ubisoft game? Like, because that's what we were all expecting, right? Like, okay, well, we know they're making a Star Wars game, so is this it? It looked beautiful, like, absolutely stunning. Definitely, um, I just I cannot wait to see gameplay on this because I'm all yeah. here for Star Wars stuff for sure. Definitely, I'm surprised you didn't mention Rumbleverse. That's the one I was gonna say. Uh, instead yeah, of that was cool too. You yeah. know, like, you know, maybe bad, bro. <laughs> I got in on the beta and like they sent me the beta code the day of the beta, but it's on PC and I just did not have time to do that. Mm. Oh, you should have told me. You sent me the beta code. <laughs> you didn't nah. sign up? I did sign up, but I didn't get a code. Oh, yeah. My bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was, it, was it just like a one day thing? Like, yeah, like... it was a one day thing. They were like, here's the first uh-huh. look, and that was it. Like, one day. That's whack. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, agree. that's whack. I agree. Um, well, Aside from the, the, yeah. the two the two games that we all picked, you know, is there any other runner ups or any other announcements you want to talk about? Um, I mean, for me, one of the big ones was yeah. the Matrix game. Or, oh yeah, uh, experience for sure. And that was still. I'm still wilding out over that Matrix shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks amazing. Ooh. I'm so glad gaming is like getting to that point. We're getting there, guys. Watch that shit like this. 
the whole thing. I was just Bro, oh when, they, my. when they finally I was like, all right, when do I like start playing? Like what what's happening here? And then when they finally like have you in the car, like it's it's basically I don't know, it's it's hard to say that you're playing per se, but obviously everything that's happening is, is in real time. So in theory, you could be playing. It's just that it's a tech demo, so like there's only so many things that they're really gonna bother doing with it. But <laughs> everything about the fidelity of the game when you're like shooting out the tires like the way that i was i think i was telling you this chris like it it just really resonated with me the way the agents clothes were like flapping in the wind Mm -hmm. holy shit it just looked so freaking good and the idea that like the physics engine is is doing all this stuff in real time and still having everything look beautiful like if you shoot the right tire out or the left tire out like it depends on what like it basically affects the physics of everything else around it it's just it's so good and the fact that they then unleash you on that same city that you were in that chase with like right after Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember showing like the whole city and like, all right, it's like you press these buttons and it shows like how it's working and everything like that. So okay, you know that's it. We'll we'll never be able to play this, you know, except for like that little chasing again. But then you start walking. I'm like, wait, what? I can actually control this person to move yeah. and do whatever I want. Yeah, that part yeah. had me fucked up. I was like, wait. And then, <laughs> and I didn't even think about going into a car. I walked up to a car and the, the like the prompt came up. I said, "Wait, what?" Uh, yeah, I was driving. <laughs> yeah, the 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 driving's a little wonky. That's probably the only problem I had with it, really. But like, obviously, it wasn't. Right, it was tech like demo, on. you know. Yeah. But man, uh, for a tech demo, and and you know yeah. what though, that's that's one thing that I think you could say is a benefit of all of this like COVID stuff and like all this remote stuff now. That demo would have been reserved for like GDC and just like having developers see that and inspiring them to do stuff. Like we would have never gotten our hands on that in the past, right? But because of the nature of how things are now, you know, it made sense to release that to the public and have people, you know, get their mm-hmm. hands on it, this, that, and the other, be excited about it. Um, man, it, yeah, I, we, I feel mm-hmm. like we had to talk about that because it's just, yeah, it's too good. Definitely, dude. They got the hair right, bro. Like the, <laughs> I can't tell y'all you know? how much I've been like for years. I've been like, yo, when are you gonna get this hair right, fam? When are you gonna stop having this shit? Like some, uh, somebody took a like a big ass ball of yarn and just took scissors and just. When are you gonna stop having it looking like that, bro? The fact that I couldn't tell which, because I think they said that they took shots of real Keanu in the beginning and blurt and. uh like switched it in and out with the uh, the other one, and I couldn't tell which one was which until they zoomed out with him and Trinity walking, and you could see like his body in the suit. The body looked not bad, but not mm-hmm. real like how his face and shit looked. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I can tell that that's CGI. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy crap! I'm like, what the hell? The mouth, dude. Did y'all watch the conversation that him and Trinity had in the car, and 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 the mouth recognition and shit, bruh, bruh? It is spot on. It is like they no matter what game make, I play, it's oh. yeah. They need to make a game now. They mm-hmm. need to like they need to just take those assets and just make the fucking game. Like um, yeah. Keanu Reeves and um, Carrie Ann Moss, who plays Trinity. They both had an interview with The Verge, I think it was. 
and they were they were talking to him about the idea of making a game. Like Keanu Reeves never really played a game. He he never played Cyberpunk. He said he like all of those things have been demoed to him. Like they've been played for him. Um, but they they asked him like, would you be willing to do like a Matrix game? And he he was like, he's like, what a wasted opportunity. Why is there not already a like a full fledged Matrix game? There's there's mm-hmm. been two. There's Enter the Matrix and then Path of Neo, but they were never really yeah. like. They were never really the story, like the Matrix story, right? Like they never really mm-hmm. told it from from the the whole trilogy. And he was like, "What a wasted opportunity! Why is this not already been done?" He said, and he said he's like, "I'm totally down to do it." And Carrie Ann Moss said, uh, "She's down to do it if he's down to do it. You know, if the script is right and so on and so forth." So mm-hmm. Matrix, I was hoping it was like <laughs> I was hoping the, the Matrix little demo they had was like a little demo for a possible game that they had coming, but uh, you know. Hopefully they do come up with something with like the Matrix franchise because you know, like Keanu said, it's just wasted potential. It's just it's I mean, it's been like four generations since we had a Matrix game, three generations maybe, but like it's it's about time, especially with the next gen hardware. I mean, we've seen what, what happened with the um little tech number they had and just imagine like if they did a full blown game but you know, and actually dedicated like a lot of people to do it. So Man, I just want open world, running from agents. Like the the kung fu fighting and all that stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Is it weird that my brain went to Spider Man for like for a second, like when I was watching it? Because when they do that one shot of the whole city or whatever, Mm -hmm. like my brain started going to like what other games like would take advantage of being able to create a world like this, you know? Mm. And like Spider Man popped into my head because I'm like, dog. I think Danny said the same thing. (laughs) Danny said like Like, he thought about Spider Man, like if they use this engine in Spider Man, like it would be amazing. Nothing. Oh my goodness! Like the way it handle the ray tracing and all that stuff, and just being it. Oh. Even Spider Man now looks amazing, but just like having that photorealism, yeah, yeah. would definitely change the game. Bro, this last thing I'm gonna say before we move on to the next thing about the game awards, but like, <laughs> dude, the the fact that there's no popping, like I didn't notice any popping driving around that city, and like that was like a a big thing that it's always been an issue with Unreal Engine. Or even just open world games in general, like you're driving through and like, you know, some like a a, a texture like hitches and then it's like boom, like all of a sudden it just pops into the world. Mm-hmm. Like Cyberpunk is is notorious for that. You'll you'll see things pop in and out of the screen like on the regular. Yeah, it'd be annoying. It's streaming the assets in like it can't stream the assets in fast enough. So the fact that Unreal Engine is efficient enough to be able to see a lot of different things in the distance and then have the fidelity mm-hmm. just get better as you get closer, but not pop in. Very, very impressive. Like I, oof. yeah, 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 man. Next generation of gaming, man. It's exactly the oh, that I was expecting to see with this with the series wow. X and PS5. So yeah, pumped, pumped for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, ta- ta- so we're diving back over to the awards side of things here. Um, before we get into the game of the year stuff too, I just want to talk about uh, you know, what you guys thought would have been the the biggest surprise of the night. So. We're going to go around again. Uh, Manny, I'm going to start with you this time, though. What do you think is the biggest surprise of the night, like, as far as award winners go? Um, you know, I think the biggest surprise, in my opinion, is how Giancarlo Esposito ain't won that best performance. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what you mean by, like, you're surprised. But yeah. No, that, oh, yeah. You know, I was surprised because, like... 
you know, he's such a great voice actor and actor, let alone, of course. I kind of feel like maybe he didn't win because of the hate that Far Cry 6 has been getting. Um, I, I think it's like one of the lowest rating, like user score games, the Metacritic and all that kind of stuff. And obviously you got you got the other side where uh, Maggie has her, her, you know, cult following as Lady Demetrius. So I'm not surprised about that either. But I mean, like I, I said, <laughs> I'm not like I said, I'm not surprised yet because it's like at the end of the day, it is user based voting. So like, you know, like I said, she she has she has like a cult following, you know, them sips, you know, it's like voting on her real quick. Even though she only like there for not even a third of a game. Yeah, so she, she was she was such she, a, like she was there for a quarter of the game. She was so insignificant as a character. Like it's just mm-hmm. it was such a letdown yeah. because like you know like they in the trailers they hyped her up to be like the main villain kind of thing. And then they play the games like wait that's it. Yeah, she's on. Uh, interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, what do you think, man? What's your uh, surprise of the night? snub or what, what, whatever you say alright man so I'm gonna just keep it a whole two virtuals <laughs> I really was okay with most of the winners of the night with all the things that we've seen and uh, the one category that I didn't understand was most anticipated upcoming game right <laughs> no, I, I, hate I, I it no it's no. not hate it's not hate it's logic Come on, listen. How you gonna put Elden Ring in a category with Forza? Not Forza, I'm sorry. Horizon for Midwest. God of War. Um, what else was in that thing? Was, uh, sequel to uh, Breath Arfield. of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild, yeah, Breath of the Wild 2. And, and somehow... and. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what? Maybe I might have to eat crow. Maybe there's that many people out there that would say, yo, I'm waiting on this Elden Ring, fam. I don't believe it. But hey, clearly it is, though. Oh, it's fan voted, but yeah. I mean, but like, that's why I'm like, yo, I need to see how they're doing this. But you know what, though? How's this working? I, I do think one of the things that's interesting about a cat, like something like that is that obviously the voting gets dispersed. Like, I mean, obviously that's how votes go, but. I wonder, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you on this one. Because, like, it's just a come on, sense. man. Nah, nah, man. What do you mean it doesn't make man, sense? Man, be, be, is not one of the most anticipated games? Be real. Over like, God of War, over, over all these games? Over all those games you just talked about? Like, God of War is considered, like, the last God of War is considered a perfect video game. Like, come on. Like, you, you said it yourself. That's one of, that's like, your favorite game of all time. It is. And a lot I'm, of people say that. So like I'm for... gonna like this. Go ahead. All right, my bad. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. I feel like the reason why God of War probably didn't win is because we still don't know when God of War is gonna come out. So it's probably like in the back of people's mind because I mean the game could potentially just release at 2023 and be like, damn, that's it. You know, I'll say yeah, like but... it'll be next. It'll be next year's anticipated game. You know, but last but, but last year Elden Ring was the most anticipated game, and we didn't know when that came out. So that logic falls apart. Yeah, I... I can understand that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like last year, honestly, last year I wasn't mad about it. Last year it made sense to me because there was so little known about it. Like yeah. at that point, it was like it was like an urban legend, right? So like it was bigger than itself. And I it, it made sense to me that it won last year. But to win again with God of War, Starfield, like all these games that like 
I mean, I we don't know, but I I would be it's shocked just... if they weren't better than this game. Like, I think I think Elden Ring is going to be a big game. I totally understand what's happening here. Like, I think there's a good chance that it's going to be in the running for game of the year next year. I'm excited for it as well. Like, don't get it twisted about like yeah, man. my expectations around that game. Like, I'm even though I think the graphics are still a little mm, like I'm still very excited for that game. But for it to be voted the most anticipated over Breath of the Wild 2, over God of War, like that part I, to me seems wild. No, not I feel like it just bro. probably has no like uh it, it just probably has like a big the biggest following out of all of them. I think I think I'll say I think that's fair. I I because go ahead. I was gonna say because like when you really think about it, like the God of War and Horizon franchise, before you know, recently when they released on PC, it was just limited to like PlayStation. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. we know Elden Ring is going to be available for any everybody, and like, you know, you're not going to have like the haters be like, "Oh, it's PlayStation exclusive, so I don't care about the game." Uh, same thing with Starfield. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people salty about you know Microsoft acquiring Bethesda, so I'm sure not a lot of people voted for it for being like maybe a PlayStation fanboy. Breath of the Wild too. I mean, I feel like that game's like been announced for like the last five years. So like, there, <laughs> there ain't no hype with that game. What well, there um, is hype with that game. There's there is hype. Well, hype I feel like I feel like of that. Well, personally, the hype for me isn't that great because like it's just been like so long and it's like, yeah. I know I don't know you can argue actually with you know Elden, but I mean, it just comes down to this. Comes down to this right here. Do you think it deserved to win most upcoming game? Most anticipated. Most anticipated game. I mean, I think the game is going to be great. So I feel nah, like bro, yes anticipation no. level yes, is yes, yes no, Manny. No, no, well, no, no. I mean, I, the better question yes is no, bro. The better question is what is your most anticipated game? I mean, I answer God of War because <laughs> I'm, you know, like like you said, God of War is my favorite game. That's that's fair. That's totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not mad at Elden Ring either, just because, like, you know, somebody back. I'm also excited for that too. I I just I don't know. I guess I'm more bothered that it was nominated than that it won, because it, I get that there's a large following. Like a lot of people love the Souls games, and a lot of people like uh, George R. R. Martin. So like you kind of put that together, and it's the should be mm-hmm. hit. Um, I'm just more bothered that it got nominated because it was like all right, like I right, guess so. I know what right you mean because. It's like Genshin, where it's like, why is this here for a second year yeah, in a row? Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't like that either with Genshin. I like, if anything, you put that in like under the ongoing. ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was there actually. Was it mm-hmm. as a as a nominee? It was. There. I forgot who won that one, but like, yeah, it was definitely an ongoing game as well. Was that and then mobile something, something like that? So it was one best mobile. Yeah. I uh, I thought Chris was gonna take the ongoing game one. I'm I'm a little torn. I think you know what? No, no, no. no. I'm gonna stick. I'm stick to my guns here. My biggest surprise and my my big snub, really, best score and music. Why the hell did Near Replicant win that? Y'all can't tell me none. Artful Escape is in that category. Cyberpunk 2077 is in that category. Deathloop is in that category, and. Last but not least, Manny's favorite game, Gardens of the Galaxy, is in that category. <laughs> How the fuck does Near Replicant win? Gardens of the Galaxy got the bangers because it's Gardens of the Galaxy, so you know it's got the classic rock songs, like amazing. It's built into the gameplay, like mm-hmm. it's dope as fuck. Cyberpunk, I really enjoyed the music. 
Deathloop had great music, and the Artful Escape also had really good music. I've played Nier. It's fine. What the fuck? <laughs> I just don't think it deserves to win. I don't hey, know what they mean by Kosovo score. What's that? What is it? Because it says, you know, for outstanding music, inclusive of score and original or licensed soundtrack. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by inclusive score? Like, are you talking about, like, the score points you get for every code you get? No, 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 no. Like the say, score like, of, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you like score of music. Like, like score oh. of music. Like, yeah. Okay, it makes sense, basically. Yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah. But, like, so, I, I agree. I, I don't know how this one... Over cyber, oh, not cyber, <laughs> cyber, uh, cyber what is it called? Cyber, no, don't get me wrong, but like my, my pick was Guardians, and I feel like not only like you know, it even says in here like licensed soundtrack, so I feel like it had the perfect soundtrack for the game, it, you know, was supposed to be. Absolutely. Uh, but I mean, I haven't played Replicant, so I can't say, I haven't either. I don't know, the game doesn't look like it has to be. I, I ain't gonna have. I'm pretty with you when I'm guessing. That I, I played enough to, to tell y'all that it don't have a better soundtrack than Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> unless, I didn't beat it. So unless, like, the final boss has some freaking crazy, like, godlike score uh, equivalent to freaking the Sethroth, um score in uh, Final Fantasy or some shit. Like, no. You you can't tell me nothing. Near No. No, 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 no. I feel like it won just because it has some weird cult following as well. I feel like Nier is one yeah, of those games. Too, it does have a cult sure. following. Yeah, it, it, it is, it is. Like, and, there'll always be sequels made for that shit, bro. Yeah, and, and I think that was like one of the only categories they were nominated for too, right? I don't even think yep. they were in RPGs. So. You gotta give them something. Take it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's kind of how I feel, how I feel with Returnal. Um, Returnal got best action <laughs> game, and I was like, did y'all just throw him a bone? Although I think they won the second oh. thing too, but like, I don't know. I don't feel like they necessarily deserve that. Mm. Neither here nor there. But let's get into the big, the big one, the big gunner, the bones game of I'm the year. Meet. So, uh, you know, your boy here on this very podcast told y'all that there was a very good chance that it takes two takes home the grand prize, and sure enough, it did. Um, a lot of people were shocked and confused. I, you know, I just want to get your take, guys. What do you think? You know. Um, we've obviously talked about who should have been nominated, so we'll leave that discussion. You know, we'll leave that discussion mm-hmm. in the past. But as far as who actually won, what do you guys think, Chris? I'm going to start with you. Um, I'm I'm not mad at it. I think you know, whenever you have game developers come up with a video game that's unique and try something new and it actually works, I'm not mad at them getting recognized for that, right? Because you took a risk. Like, this game could have fell flat on its face. This game could have literally been, like, 12 minutes. No bullshit. <laughs> no, no, no word of bullshit. So, like, yeah, I'm not mad at, you know, giving them a little bit of time in the sun um, at all, actually, to be honest with you. Um, I think the reason as to why a lot of people are confused and they don't understand it, because, all right, let, let's, let's keep it a buck. I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people who don't understand it, they didn't even touch the game. Because if you're being real, if you're in the Microsoft store, if you're in the PlayStation store, and you're scrolling for a game, and you see it takes two, you're probably not going to like look at it at first glance and be like, ooh, I want to play this. Because it doesn't have that, you know what I'm saying? It's not that one of those kind of games. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think a casual person would, would, would stop and really, really try to give it a, a chance on that level sometimes. But 
that's the only reason why I think anybody would be confused as to why it was where it was. Because other than that, there really is no reason to be confused. If you knew about the game and if you played it or whatever, you would understand why it's getting the love that it's getting kind of thing. Um, to be honest with you, it's kind of similar to this, the Hellblade thing to me. Like, a lot of people who haven't played Hellblade don't really know what it's about. So when you see what you see, you're like, well, how how does this work this way? It's like, nah, fam, you play the game. <laughs> and you won't you won't understand what we're talking about, you know. So I think it's one of those situations, kind of, but like even to a bigger degree, because Hellblade at least has an edginess to it that some people are gonna be like, "Ooh, what's this?" Mm-hmm. I think it takes two really takes a certain person to stop and be like, "What's this?" I think it's I think you know it's I mean? really funny that you say that. I mean, I, and obviously it's all a matter of perspective here, but you use the term casual. I feel like it's the complete opposite. Casual player will pick that up and take a look at it because it looks approachable. Casual player is not touching Hellblade. It, it's intimidating. It looks like that's that's for the hardcore gamers. So huh. yeah, I look at it way differently. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, but but I mean, this this part of it is is independent of like perspective though. Like Hellblade mm-hmm. is a hardcore game. It takes two is a casual game. Like it's yeah. they're meant to be like. Hellblade's not meant to be approachable. It Takes Two is very much approachable and meant to be like played by the widest set of people possible, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that the way you worded it because I think a hardcore gamer scrolling through the store is going to look at It Takes Two and be like, nah, I'm good. Unless you're like initiated in knowing that, okay, Joseph Ferris and his team at Hazelight made this well, they made a bunch of other really good games. Even though this doesn't look like something that I would necessarily play, I know that they've made great games before, so I'm going to try this. And that's that's where probably a lot more people have fallen into, aside from the the casual people hearing it word of mouth, so on and so forth. But yeah, I think you wouldn't catch a casual person trying to play Hellblade. Like I tried to try to get my wife to play Hellblade. She was like, um, "It's a little intense. Like, <laughs> like what are all these whispers and all this." This shit, like I'm going behind me and yada yada yada. Like, oh, world, it's kind of scary. Like, you know, she's like, I'm good, but it takes two. She she wants to play that all day. So, yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. I guess it was just more in terms of just like, like the the coolness appeal. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't it doesn't scream that to me. Like when I look at it takes two and any of their promotional stuff, does it look like a cool game for me? Yeah, or for us or whatever? Sure. But I don't know, I guess I have a hard time believing that somebody who just plays games casually is going to look at that on first glance and think, oh, cool, this looks like something that really draws me in. Because I, I didn't get that impression from it at all. I probably wouldn't have been as keen on it if you didn't tell me half the shit that you told me, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm basing too much of my own shit in this, but that's the impression I got from it. It's uh, not a game that mm-hmm. I can stop on if I'm scrolling on first glance yeah if i'm going through them i might stop eventually but it ain't the first one i'm gonna stop on at all so i think i think when you say casually like i i interpret it like knowing what you're saying i think you're meaning like the casual like call of duty player or like the like yeah people uh, people who mainly play those types of games because if you're like is basic a better word or is that insulting because that's (laughs) he's okay with the basic (laughs) i'm a basic gamer but if you're like the casual gamer who likes mario and mario kart and ratchet and clank like it do- it is gonna look appealing to you but i get what mm-hmm. you mean like the the casual 
I play Call of Duty every year, and that's pretty much it. Like yeah, that they, dude gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Exactly. They're they're, they're <laughs> scrolling right past that. They're like, "What is this a little stuff?" That no, nah, we good. <laughs> but like, they're casual and hardcore at the same time because that person's probably gonna buy COD every year, right? He's gonna be on it. it has, I don't even know how to describe them because mm-hmm. they kind of fit both categories in a sense. At least how about casual mind. sweats? I mean, are they sweats? I mean, all right, we'll, we'll use that for now until we get something better. I'm with it. Yeah. We'll it. call them yeah. Devons because Devons a casual sweat. <laughs> Devons, Devons a little bit beyond casual sweat. Don't disrespect you my boy. From boy shout shout like out that, to Devon. Shout out to the uh, Balls Deep podcast over there. Um, <laughs> you know, Sorry, Devon. Our, our sports guys. Don't be disrespecting Devon. Love like you, that. Devin. Love Devon, man. That's the ah. Devon has some clutches too, man. Shout out to Devon. I'll give him so some. He came clutching that Warzone game a couple months back. I remember that. Mm-hmm. With my dumb ass, I almost fucking sold you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. I put the whole team up for sale, bro. That shit was terrible. <laughs> hey, man. Devin, Devin saved the day. Shout out to Devin again. Um, but back then, it takes two. Um, so, yeah, Manny, I mean, you know, were, were you surprised about this win? You know, what, what do you, what's your take on it all? You think Resident Evil should have won? What's up? <laughs> yeah, I know you put that little Resident Evil in just because I know you want me to say, of course, Resident Evil should have won. Not joking. Yeah, Resident Evil was my pick, so I, you know, I was kind of upset that it didn't win. Um, but I mean, like, I feel like it takes two. You know, it's one of those games that, like, it probably does deserve it. I haven't played the game, so I can't say out of personal experience. But I mean, hearing it even from you guys, like how you guys say, like, you know, not only like you know, sweat gamers, whatever, will play, uh, pick up this game, but, like, you know, more new gamers, like you said, and so with your wife, uh, you playing the game together a lot, and, like, even Danny and Felix, when they've been playing this game, they, like, sound like they're having a blast. I'm like, man, I yeah, should... They're loving it. And I'm like, man, I want, I want to play this, but, like, I haven't wanted to play it because <laughs> it takes two. But... <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of it, taking two, you know, shout out to It's Take Two for, you know, taking two <laughs> awards. <laughs> you know, it's like, whew. They did take two. But, yeah, they take uh, best family and best uh oh yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you know, I can't I can't just be out here and be like, all right, it's like this indie game. It shouldn't have won. I'm not gonna say that. You know, it it deserves it, you know. I'm sure like there's a reason why. I you know, hopefully I'll find that, you know, second partner to play it takes two and like, you know, to actually see why it won game of the year. Because like I remember I was saying like the same thing with the Walking Dead game by Telltales, and then like I played that and I'm like yeah, Fire. so I've been missing out. <laughs> so like, I definitely got to get a you know take a chance of it one day. Definitely was disappointed that it wasn't Resident Evil. I feel like you know that right there, Resident Evil was just like personally touched the heart. Really great game, and I was surprised too that Deathloop didn't even get it because I mean when that game came out, like all tens across the right. boards, and I was like, in my head, I'm just like, yeah, all right, this this is already set in stone. This game's gonna win Game of the Year just because it's like. Deathloop lost a lot of categories that I thought it was going to get. Like, I thought it would take action or action-adventure, so mm-hmm. and so forth. It really did not get... Did it anything. win anything? Wait, nope. no, it did. It did. It did. One it did. Game, yeah. design. Game, game design or game direction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so that's at least, if anything, that had me happy. Something. Like that, yeah, they deserve that one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I distinctly remember the guy getting on stage and talking. Um, yeah. Part of me feels like... It wasn't because, you know, Microsoft acquired Bethesda, so, like, 
You look at it both sides of the tail. Probably people who play Xbox didn't vote for it because it wasn't on Xbox. And then you got people on like the Sony side that didn't vote for it because it's like, okay, you know, I'm not going to support this company. That's going to. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, you know, Uh, so that's that's how I can kind of see it not winning game of the year because. I mean, I was surprised about It Takes Two because It Takes Two, like, didn't really get that much attention as Deathloop got or, like, Resident Evil got or even Ratchet and Clank. It definitely definitely got a lot of attention. It got a lot of attention. It did, but not the same kind of promotion. Well, Well, hold on. Time out. Time out. Wait, were we talking about promotion or attention from gamers and media? Because the media... I'm talking about promotion. Okay. I mean, I feel like the promotion doesn't really matter for this. Like, what matters is like reviews and and people like word of mouth. That's what, to me, that's what will tell you what becomes game of the year, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Like, yeah, I mean, like, personally, I didn't really hear from anybody, but like, I mean, it's probably just because the content creators I watch usually just like doesn't play games like that, anyways. That's why I was surprised because like, I didn't you know see like my like i guess you could say content bubble of creators that i watch you know they're they're mostly like i guess you could say battle royal you know the casual sweats like i was talking about <laughs> but, but yeah like me the media outlets is really that like the ign and the game got, spots yeah. and all that stuff like they i mean they were hyping the shit out of this game like when it came out they're like oh this is great yada 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 and mm-hmm. then the word of mouth like from from the content creators i watched like it, it was like a groundswell after that and basically i've never heard a person say anything who's played it say anything bad about the game mm-hmm. so it, it really which is well deserved it. yeah exactly. yeah exactly so hmm. definitely yeah, but, interesting yeah again con- congratulations you always gotta love those uh you know game of the year interviews after or Last oh comment. God. Yo, my guy, my guy <laughs> Joseph Farris, man. They tried to keep the mic away from my guy the whole time. And then Jeff mm-hmm. was like, Yeah, all right, yeah, go ahead. Get, get up on stage. Just just go. Yo. <laughs> Holmes is always like a walking viral clip, man. He always got some shit to say. He's always cussing off the handle, yada yada yada. Fucking love that dude, man. He's all he always makes for a great <laughs> moment at the game awards. And uh and he makes fucking amazing games. Like uh, Brothers was a great game. Uh, a Way Out, great game, and obviously now it takes two. So yeah, shout out to them. Fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. at, over at Hazelight, I cannot wait to see what they're gonna do next. Obviously, they're they're kind of one of like EA's darling franchises now or studios now. Like Respawn is like their darling AAA franchise, and Hazelight is their darling indie franchise. So mm-hmm. the more money that they get, like I cannot wait to see what they're gonna do next. All this critical acclaim is well deserved. So, um, yeah, definitely shout out to Hazelight. Shout out to Joseph Ferris. Really, really mm-hmm. good things. Um, but yeah, we're gonna. I guess we'll we'll table the conversation there for now because we're already well over an hour as we normally are. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of housekeeping just to let you guys know, we're not gonna be doing an episode in the in the coming weeks. Um, we're pretty much not gonna hit you guys with a new episode up until the new year. We do have some special things planned though in between. Um, so keep an eye out for that. You may see some things up on the YouTube page and whatnot, but don't expect a, a full fledged episode from us until the new year. Um, yeah, and uh, that's that's pretty much it for now, guys. Before mm-hmm. we go, as we always do, let's go around the table here. Manny, started off. Where can the people find you? You already know. Uh, TV slash Goomaster Flex, as well as Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Goomaster Flex. The only difference is, I believe, uh, Twitter is Goomaster Flex underscore TTV, but other ones should be just Goomaster Flex. All right, word, word. 
Chris? Where can people find you, man? Man, you know, it's the same thing as always, y'all. I'm on everything. A-Y-2-5-T-H-X. Don't forget the X, X, goddammit. Don't forget the right. It's always about the X. Um, but yeah, guys, you guys can find me at Black Ice 8 uh, everywhere. Xbox, Twitter, twitch.tv slash Black Ice 8. Um, on Instagram and TikTok, it's going to be Black Ice 8 underscore gaming. So make sure to check me out. Talk about games. You know, hit me up. Um, and then also make sure to follow the podcast socials. Uh, we got at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And then on the Tiki Talk, it's Expansion Pack Podcast. Uh, so again, make sure to check us out. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys are uh, up on the YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. You already know. Happy holidays, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We will see you guys in the new year. Peace. Bye, y'all.